Welcome back. This week, me and Liv will be talking about anxiety and depression. And we have a student anonymous guest with us. So get excited. Yes, thank you for coming, Miss Anonymous. This is This Stuff Matters. So welcome back, listeners. This is a topic, anxiety and depression. This is a topic that has come up more recently, and um, there's a lot of good conversations about it, but um, there's still not enough talk about what it's really like, what can really change, and stuff like that. So we have a person here to talk about it with you, right, Lily? Yes, we do. A quick thing. We are not licensed therapists, so these are our opinions that we have gotten ourselves just like forewarning right live right on i am not a therapist either (laughs) so anonymous guest please tell us a little bit about yourself but now your name (laughs) okay um i'm a student at obu (laughs) we needed her to get closer to the mic it's okay guys (laughs) (laughs) okay sorry uh i'm a student at obu um what are you, what is your major what what is what is your area of study you don't, have, you don't have to tell that if you don't you don't have to tell that if you don't want to is this anonymous or yeah this is anonymous all right first question lily go ahead so the first question we're going to ask you is what background do you have concerning anxiety and depression okay background um not just myself but my parents and family most of my family has um struggled with anxiety and depression um i have multiple siblings who specifically have uh anxiety um i personally have both and have struggled with it for a while all throughout high school and um now throughout college um It's kind of, for me, it's ongoing. I know for a lot of different people, um, it's specific to the individual, but for me, it's um, continuous, and there are periods of time where uh, it's not as difficult, but for the most part, I've had it ever since um, my freshman year of high school. Okay, awesome, and thank you for being vulnerable about that and coming on here. I think that we just need a lot of that in these kind of conversations and just openness to talk about it. So um, let's go into some of our questions. Um, do you think it's important? What What has your family support been like for that? And how important do you think it is to have family that really supports you? Um, I think family support is huge. Um, I was in counseling for a while uh, this last year and I did have some issues with my parents and it significantly affected my treatment. Um, I had other issues as well, but to be able to talk to my parents about those issues and then have them as part of my foundation and a solid support system, something to fall back on has been um, very helpful. So I think it's very crucial. Obviously not everyone has a strong family background, uh, but if you do have issues with your family be, and you have the opportunity to talk about those issues, uh, it's very important that you do. Because not only family, but friends. Um, outside of counseling, you have to have a good support system so that you can continue the, um, just like your treatment, your ability to grow. 
um, because going one hour a week to counseling is not um, substantial for. Yeah, it's anyone. not necessarily going to fix everything to go to a one hour session, right? Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll definitely help. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, uh, but it's definitely not going to change it as significantly as it will if you have that support outside of that just one hour a week. I just want to take a, a really quick step back here and kind of define at least what depression and anxiety have been for you. Like, What does that look like yeah. in a day-to-day setting? Okay, so it's actually very hard to describe what it's like on a day-to-day setting because it also depends on um, the season that I'm in and what's right. happening in my life, also what's happening internally. Uh, but just kind of a day-to-day basis. If it's a good um, week, I it it's like normal. It's I'm a normal person. It's not like I'm continually thinking or continually sad. That's one thing that people uh, misunderstand is that it's just you're sad all the time and that's basically it. But it's more than that. It's um, you can dip very quickly. That's kind of the best way I can describe it is you can come in and out of it very quickly. I can be very intensely um, depressed in within like a minute because something has happened and I've taken in that information and it's just completely shaken me, whether that be out of anxiousness or fear or just disappointment with myself. Um, it's super easy to be sitting there and practically like paralyzed by your own fear and by just like sadness, but it's not like a... It's not like I'm just kind of, it's not even. It's very up right. and down. Because at other times it can be just, you know, kind of flat and yeah, not necessarily a dip. That's interesting. I've never really heard it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that, you mentioned counseling, and we can tell like you support counseling. And at OBU we have the Kemp Family Center. Do you think that that is an, a, a good tool for those who do struggle with anxiety and depression? Just or just, yeah. right. So... How how would counseling you, in general? Yeah, how do you recommend like people to get involved with that if they're like, oh, I don't know, like how do I even do I call? Do I yeah. how should I do that? So for specifically OBU students, well, actually, let me back it up. Counseling in general, I think, is very helpful. Um, I'm a firm supporter of counseling. Uh, I think it's good to be able to have the space to talk to someone who is unbiased, um, who you don't feel like is going to change their perception of you based on any information you give about yourself, because that is a major concern that people have when they talk about their issues. Um, It's good to just not have any bias and to know that they are held to a standard of non-judgment and just open openness, listening. Um, I think it's good for everyone. I believe that most people do go to counseling at least once in their lives. And you can basically ask any adult about that. I have. Um, Most people do eventually go. So if you need it um, earlier than you think most people do, there's no issues with that. It's just life. Um, But specifically for OBU students, the Kemp program they have here um, is very helpful. It's not all master students, but a lot of master students um, that are working on their counseling degree, um, and then some adults that are working there just as career. Um, I went there myself, and I had someone very helpful, very beneficial. It was my first time going to counseling, and I got so much out of it. Um, 
my counselor actually doesn't go here anymore because she was a master's student and she graduated but uh how long are the sessions oh each um yeah. it's about an hour um you can go once a week you can go once every other week it's kind of dependent on um your treatment and what you set up with your counselor right and with the kemp family center they do have a free 10 week or is it eight week program that is offered for OBU students is that right do you know like, I believe it's the first 10 weeks and then okay. after that it's about $10 a session okay well that's great and that's a great opportunity for students because uh, stuff is expensive so to have free counseling <laughs> is uh, super actually awesome yeah it is um, Oliviana would you like to ask some uh, questions regarding how to fix our society yeah well I just think a lot more people have this issue than you would think um, and would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. And especially in college when there's just, like, it feels like everything's put onto your shoulders in college, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so specifically for college students, because that's mostly what our audience is right now, if you're concerned, if, if someone's concerned about their friend and they're really worried about their mental health and, you know, what kind of ways can you go about having a conversation with them? Or, yeah, how would you go about that? Yeah, so that is a very difficult um, thing, a difficult conversation to have with someone. Um, so whenever you you believe you have to have that conversation with someone, you have a friend with um, anxiety or depression, and you see that it is affecting their lives in a way that um, is not allowing them to function normally, um, I think it's important to talk to them, but it's very crucial in the way that you talk to them about it. So it has to come from a person, um, you in the situation, you have to show your sympathy and more empathy and understanding them and make that um, apparent to them. Because I've noticed myself, um, I will talk to people about how beneficial counseling is for me and that's kind of my segue if I believe that they could benefit from it just because it is personal experience right. but um, if you don't have personal experience that's fine but I find that um, just building the credibility with the person in the sense that you are showing you actually care for them so they know it's not coming from a weird motive yeah exactly it's really just does like when the person is hearing this information they're thinking does this person know me and does this person really care about me and if they can say yes to both of those questions there is definite like if you have good rapport with that person you're just gonna be more likely to listen to the information you're getting you're getting from them right and if they do get upset at you because i mean it's kind of a it's very vulnerable part of someone that yeah it's it's a lot of it's just it's so internal that you're you're having to kind of guess but I mean there's signs that someone would be on the defensive for sure so what do you think it usually works out okay if they get mad at you and you just you know keep at it in a nice yeah. gentle way and you're like I really am coming from a good place yeah yeah well I I believe some people do get defensive that's a given because it is very emotionally um deep like depression and anxiety are just like very emotional things to deal with in the first place uh and a lot of people have very like bad stigmas surrounding counseling i feel like that's less the older our generation gets um but it's still there it's still present um so people will be defensive about it but uh i think that 
even if they do get upset that first time uh, you tell them, just showing them that you're going to be there even if they don't go to counseling is kind of important. Um, like actually not just kind of, it's very crucial, like, because you're, you are then demonstrating, not just explaining with words, but you're demonstrating with your life that you really do care about them and that your suggestion is not just an easy fix. It's you really care about them and you're going to stick with them and you're going to try and help them see through whatever it is, even if they don't know how to go about it correctly. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh. That's really important, and we're really glad that you were able to, like, give just some common, like, here's how-tos, just some basic steps. Um, We have time for about one more question. So, uh, on that, um, how do you think that we can start the conversation, not just regarding those who we're like, we care about, and we're like, okay, we're concerned about you, but just starting the conversation to start change in how we do view anxiety and depression and counseling? Sorry, I have a cough. But to add on to that, um, I'm sure most people have someone that's close to them that does struggle with this. And so how does someone who's completely, like, doesn't have that as an issue, how are they supposed to be sensitive to other people around them not knowing what that experience is like? Yeah, that's a good question because I do have friends who don't um, struggle with depression. Uh, And it's really, it truly is the heart of the person um, I know that may be cliche to say, just like, I don't know, just looking at everyone can tell where your heart is at and it's um, evident through your actions. So it really is like if you are that person that doesn't struggle with depression or anxiety, but you are trying to help your friend um, or family member because you care about them. It really is just going into the conversation, trying to understand where they're at and then showing that you just want to help see them through whatever they're at and not even just like see them through to try and force them to get better but like just help them like sit in them with like sit with them in their pain and just help them and be there for them and that's really all that anyone really cares for is that you're going to be there for them yeah wow well we're so grateful that you were able to come and um just give all your knowledge. We're very grateful. She's dropping knowledge, guys. Oh, my gosh. But seriously, this conversation has so much more to it. I mean, you could talk about medication. You could talk about um, a lot of different things. But what what do you think that you would like people listening to this podcast to have their biggest takeaway from learning more about anxiety and depression? Um, biggest takeaway, probably... Just on some of the things you talked about, um, counseling is beneficial um, for everyone. And also, if you are trying to help your friends, um, it's really just, excuse me, it's really just your heart in it. And you really can't go wrong if all you're trying to do is help a person out. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Tune in next week. We are going to be talking about dating in college because it's complicated. Love.